That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's week five, and we got a lot to break down tonight. We got Brian Scott in to go over some injuries, and we got, we're got we going to break down all of week five's action, and we got all of my fantasy friends in to help you set your lineups and get you ready. It's time for TSS Fantasy. <laughs> It's time, time, time for TSS Fantasy. Fantasy. It's time for TSS Fantasy. Fantasy. You know the great thing about being a football player is you don't have to take a shower to go to work. There it is. There it is indeed. It is time for TSS Fantasy again. Week five. And we got a lot of action to break down. And don't trip out. We got a cool video backgrounds going on now. So don't. Don't think, don't adjust your TV sets. Pretty neat. All right, let's get it started. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrero. Welcome in, my brother. You're on mute, so can't hear you. It's probably for the better. You know, I, I don't really, uh, I'm not made for TV because I always tell my wife, if I was on reality TV, they'd be like following me around saying, you can't say that. You can't say that. Censorship. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad to be in, man. What a stunner we had last night, man. Ooh. Holy cannoli. I don't know about you guys. Uh, a little foreshadowing. I think I won a couple weeks, and it's only been one game. Mm, we Nice. Yeah, it was a big one right there last night. And I thought you meant more about your wardrobe than your actual uh uh actually the way you speak. But, anyway, let's get also welcome into the studio, <laughs> Judge. Jordan Thomas, welcome into the studio. Hey, my man, I just want to say, like, I, I love Justin's wardrobe, and if there's one guy I love watching on my TV screen, it is Fantasy Jesus, Justin Jesus Herrera. And I will also agree with you, Justin, just on the flip side, I also played against DJ Moore in a couple of leagues last night and probably L's on the calendar for me already. Colts Martin, welcome in, my friend. I mean, imagine the people who had that Justin Fields um, DJ Morris, they've been waiting all season long, and boy, did they get off last night. All right, we'll get into that in a second. I'm sure that was pretty neat. Um, let's pay the bills right quick. Go to tssfantasy.com. Check out all of our latest and greatest rankings. We'll be waiting on Justin's. I'm sure they're coming soon, um, so make sure you go check that out. Also, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We're going to double that deposit up to $100, so make sure you check that out. Jazz Sportsbook as well. Lots of great promos. Use the promo code TSS there. Also, if you're looking for some championship bling for your fantasy champion, look no further. Pro and belt. So make sure you check that out. All right. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe. Hit a like. Do like Colts Martin. Leave a comment as well. We do appreciate you guys doing that. Little thing stopping you from doing it. Big things popping from us when you do. <laughs> he said, fuck him. Fuck <laughs> him. I'm, I'm with Colt. Hey, and I, I got to say, if there's one guy I piled on Justin for this season was the DJ Moore love, and that's it. That's exactly what you paid for right there. He watched him sit on that bench last night. Oh, hey, oh. hey, Jordan, it's funny. Like, I was about to say that. It was redemption all in one game because I looked down and I was just like, damn, this man is filling the stat sheets. All those people that fucking were giving me shit, eat your heart out, buddy. Eat your heart out because <laughs> he's next here week, to stay. Next, next week, one catch for 17 yards. <laughs> all right, well. Let's get – we got a paid medical professional on deck. I don't want to run up our bills since we don't get paid anything. Let's bring in Brian Scott from the injured list. Well, 
<clears throat> Let's see. Uh, Justin Fields, 32.98. Curtis Samuel touchdown. Oh, hey, guys. That, I'm sorry. I was just looking through my TSS best ball part two slow draft team. Uh, and I'm, I had Justin Fields and Curtis Samuel going up against TSS Fantasy today. So, wow. Okay. Right. How about that? Oh, All right. All right. You deserve Cheers. that one. <laughs> excited about that well welcome in on that note brian you know things are bad when the judge has let his hair down and it's not white anymore the hair is down it's friday night man he's just letting the hair down you know he's feeling all right he's listen he's got a big tough matchup this weekend he knows it so he's trying to relax i'm also on that board with brian i'm very excited i had dj Moore in that lead 49 points right out the gun. Ooh-wee. I had a DJ in my other league, my Yahoo League, which is part of my community uh, with some of the fellows in the neighborhood here. So I'm very happy about that. Um, All right. So now that we're done patting each other, tell us on the back. How about what's going on on the injured list? Uh, right, what, right. what isn't going on, I think, is actually the question that you should be asking because there was a lot of updates today and some were pretty profound. In fact, Jameer Gibbs all of a sudden popped up on the injury report for the Lions with the hamstring injury um, and was listed today as questionable now. So we might not see him this weekend. That's really um, disappointing. Uh, must have tweaked it in practice. Not quite sure what happened, but he just popped up on there today. Meanwhile, conversely, Jonathan Taylor is officially off pup. He's listed as questionable. And I posted on Twitter not too long ago, if this dude doesn't get uh, more than a handful of carries, there is no justice in the world because he has had plenty of time to recover from what I considered a minor offseason procedure. I have thrown him in my starting lineup, and you should too. That's you heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Coop asked me what's going on with Saquon, and I, I wish I knew. I don't even know who Saquon Barkley is. In fact, who does he play for? Because I'm not familiar with that team. Are they a football team? Because they don't sure look like it. That's for damn sure. Uh, they're in the they're in the bush leagues. Yeah, they must <laughs> and even then they're struggling to compete. Um, he's been terrible. Uh, they've been terrible, and I don't know what's going on with him because uh, the first week he got hurt, he was running around the field, looked great, and then all of a sudden he was limited in practice, not doing anything, missed a week or two, and then this week he's been limited. Although he's done some portions of the team practice it full, and now he's listed as questionable. So your guess is as good as mine. Uh, good luck. I think there's more to this story. We talked about this a little bit off the air. Um, this might not be about how healthy he is, but this might be about whether or not he wants to come back and run behind that horrendous offensive line. So might be more to that. Uh, moving right along, uh, Jeff Wilson came off IR. Well, not yet officially, unless they moved him off today. But as of yesterday, they hadn't officially had him off IR. Um, they have that 21-day window uh, where they're going to be able to activate him. So they might still see what he's able to kind of do and get him out on the practice field until we see him doing anything. They're not going to officially take him off. So pay attention. It sounds like they're not in a rush to bring him officially back off that uh, pup list and make a roster move in doing so. So, you know, keep an eye. Uh, Kyron Williams with a hip contusion missed Wednesday's practice, but they said that was more of a precautionary thing. He should be ready to go game time. Uh, Javante Williams dealing with his own little hip flexor thing. And so, you know, I haven't seen many football players actually lose time or sit out because of these type of injuries. It's more like a hockey type injury. I don't suspect we see him miss time, even though he's listed as questionable. The, other issue with him is, uh, you know, that backup running that that they put in there, McLaughlin, had a pretty good showing and was being highly touted by the coaches and players. So if Javante Williams wants to keep a firm grip on that running back one spot, I don't think he's going to want to sit this week out because if this guy gets a chance, he could supplant him. So pay attention there. Uh, Eli, Eli Mitchell um, sounds like he's actually day-to-day with what we thought was a new injury that popped up uh, last Thursday, I think, or before practice. And then all of a sudden now they're saying it's like a nagging thing that he's been dealing with. Um, not For quite three clear. years. And, and Justin, I was going to ask you, I'm like, you're a 49ers guy. He was with them not long ago. You've been dealing with this for years now. So sounds like it's the same old story. 
uh, with Elijah Mitchell. I don't know what his deal is. Good luck with that one. Uh, <laughs> wide receiver position, Cooper Cup is supposedly going to play. Uh, I don't know what he did today, but he was limited in practice. And I'm always a little hesitant. Guys uh, back off these hamstring injuries and coming off IR, I can see what they can do in the game. And I've seen them go full speed in practices. I don't know if he was able to do that the last two days. Um, I'm not expecting much out of him, but I think he will be contribute. So uh, that's going to be on you guys to decide whether you think he's going to be in there or not. Um, T. Higgins has a rib fracture. I can't possibly see him playing this week when they have a week seven bye coming up. Rib fractures are extremely painful. They take a while to get better. He was in the facility, but not even geared up uh, for practice for two straight days this week, earlier in the week. So I don't really see him doing anything this week. I think they're going to give him some extended rest and hold him out till after that bye. Um, Zay Jones uh, ended up making it to London with the team and was limited in practice uh, as of Wednesday. You know, usually I said he probably would join them. Whether or not he plays uh, is going to be really up to how he feels. Now, they don't have a bye up until week nine, so they might need him to get in there uh, as another weapon. So we could see him play in London. Um, is that tomorrow morning or Sunday morning? I don't even know what the time change. Sunday but morning. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday morning. Amara. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown. Everyone's like, what's going on with him? Help. Uh, some type of abdominal injury. They really didn't say for sure. But he was not technically in practice on Wednesday, but he was doing a lot on the sideline and pretty aggressively working with the medical staff, which you can do, even though your list is out. You just can't do team drills. So it sounds like he's going to be ready. He was quoted as saying it's mild and I feel pretty good. So I don't think it's going to hold him out of the game. Um, I'm not sure what they have him listed. Um, I think they had him listed. Did they have him listed as doubtful? I think they have him listed as doubtful, which doesn't make sense because if he was feeling good and it was mild, then that means doubtful usually 25% of the time guys play. So that's not looking good all of a sudden. I don't know if something may have changed after practice this week. Uh, Traylon Burks, I don't think we're going to be seeing him for a while. Uh, he's listed officially as out with some type of knee sprain. I heard rumors it's an LCL which is like really hard to injure, but apparently he found a way to do it. Um, Bateman's going to be back. He's been cleared. He had a full practice the other day. OBJ was limited in practice the other day. Not sure if that really matters much, but he might play. Um, tight ends, Fryermuth. he's going to miss some time. He's got a hamstring injury. And in tight ends, who you're asking to do wide receiver type things um, with big guys who are not very flexible to begin with, that's not a good combination. I expect that he'll probably miss at least a few weeks. They got a week six by even make it back after that it might be a few more weeks after that we'll have to see um luke musgrave was cleared after concussion and then the saints Jawan johnson uh is out with a calf injury finally last but not least the quarterbacks i don't know what the saints were thinking putting Derek carr out there last weekend with this ac joint sprain on his throwing shoulder after having a limited practice it was it comically um apparent how he could not get the ball down the field and yet here we are in the same situation, and it sounds like they're probably going to play him again this weekend. So I'm not sure how much time he had to recover and heal up, but um, that's not a good sign for you, Chris Alave owners like myself. Um, not good. Uh, Kenny Pickett. Now, I don't know what the hell they're doing with Kenny Pickett either because he had a bone contusion that was confirmed on an MRI, and then all of a sudden he's like back out there in the practice field full saying that he's going to be good to go this weekend. And he really hasn't had a good year and they got a week six by. So I don't know why you would risk it putting him out there this weekend. Let's see what this rookie they had on the bench can do and just give him the extra, extra week of rest. I don't really get it. Um, but supposedly he's listed as questionable and, and it sounds like he's going to play. And then Jimmy G uh, should be cleared from concussion protocol. I know he practiced on Thursday. I'm not sure what he did today, but it sounds like he was going to get cleared and be ready and available. Yeah, sounds like, yeah, you cleaned up the list, I believe. I mean, there's a lot of people to be concerned with. Plus, we're entering the bye weeks as well. Yeah. Um, so just make sure you're paying attention. Um, like, you know, Jameer Gibbs, I had no idea about that. So I'm glad that yeah, that just popped up like within the last few hours. I think maybe earlier this afternoon. I can't remember, but uh, I was surprised to see that myself. All right, well, we'll see you on Sunday, Bry. Let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, get all your great content, my friend. Yeah, 
uh, at injured list pod on Twitter is where I do most of my updates and comments. And then we've got uh, Andrew Leduke and I have our blog inside the medical tent, which you can find on the website in www.theinjurelist.com. Uh, subscribe to that. You get a free trial and then a little bit of a, a fee attached to it, but I promise you it will be totally worth it. You can cancel at any time. We've got a few people that's already subscribed and it's well worth the, the fee. You get some injury updates, but then you get strategies on top of it about what to do. So it's, it's a little more in depth than what we do here. Check you guys out getting your uh, getting your little uh, groove on there. I like that. All right. Well, <laughs> we appreciate you in, Bri. We'll see All you right. on Sunday morning. Get some updates on some of these players. Um, and it's time to get down for the Friday night breakdown. You're on, you're on mute. There you go. <laughs> All right. So the Friday night breakdown is on. Before we begin, however, I did be remiss to talk about. I know we've already kind of talked about it, but let me just give you some of the numbers from last night. 40 to 20, you know the final score. Justin Fields, 282, four TDs, zero interceptions, 11 rush, 11 rush attempts with 57 yards. Khalil Herbert, 10 carries, 76 yards. DJ Moore, we know the big night, eight receptions, 230 yards, three TDs. Cole Komet um, got five receptions, 42 yards, and a TD as well. For the other side, Sam Howell got 388 yards, two TDs, and a pick. There were, he did rush for 11 yards as well. Brian Robinson Jr., six carries, 10 yards. Oh, now here was somebody I did want to bring up Logan Thomas. He's been coming up and up um, these last couple of weeks. So, just somebody, if he's on your wire, I would definitely go out and grab him. Nine receptions, 77 yards in the TD. Um, Curtis Samuel, six receptions, 65 yards in the TD. Antonio Gibson got a few. Terry McLaurin got a few. Jahan Dotson got a few, but there just wasn't a lot um, there because a lot went to Logan Thomas and um, and so forth. So anyway, any big take from last night? I know we kind of went over it already when we talked about it, but any big takeaway from last night, uh, Jordan? Uh, yeah, um, Justin Fields went bananas. Um, Sam Howe also is going to be slinging it every single week. And the biggest takeaway for me is Brian Robinson was exactly who I thought he was with his like 1.6 yards per carry. That guy's going to get some volume, but man, does that kid suck. <laughs> How about you, Justin? Any big takeaways from last night? <laughs> yeah, I think that was an off night for Brian Robinson. But here's my main takeaway from that game. Justin Fields plays the Vikings, the Raiders, and the Chargers the next three weeks. He is going to be a locked and loaded guy for the next three weeks. And anybody who's been holding out on Justin Fields, please start him every single week now. And if you have a chance, I know it's a little bit of a risky now, but trade for Justin Fields because that guy is going to go bananas in the next three weeks. He's going to have a little bit of a softer schedule. And by bananas, I mean, like, he might be QB1 for literally the next three weeks. It's crazy. Colts Martin said the only scary thing about Terry is he cost me cost me my parlay. Um, Brian says, easy on Robinson. Dude came back from getting shot faster than most people came back from high ankle sprains. And he wanted to make sure that was a – let us know that was a Barkley dig. But don't tiss just for you, Brian. All right, let's get on. Also in the news today, I know Jordan wanted wanted me to mention it. It's kind of like whatever, but you know, just to so I'll just bring it up. Chase Claypool traded to America's team, the Miami Dolphins. Jordan said he's gonna pick up him some little bit of Chris Claypool. Go ahead and talk about it. Well, I don't know about Chris Claypool. I'm definitely picking up oh, some Chase Claypool. Um <laughs> I, I'm not eagerly like trying to get him on every roster, but on on some of those where I got an extra good. spot at the end of the bench, I'm, I'm gonna roll it out. Listen, he's in Miami. If there is any situation in the National Football League where this kid may have a chance to succeed again, it is right here. Why not? Indeed, why not? 
Indeed. All right, let's get on with it. Let's get on with this breakdown. Bills at Jaguars in London. Bills against QBs. They are numero uno. And against fantasy running back 17. Receivers are seventh against tight ends. They're number two. Jaguars, they are 21st against QBs. 11th versus running backs. 11th versus receivers. 31st against tight ends. Jordan, we'll throw this one to you. Give me some guys you like and don't like in the matchup. So I I like your typical uh, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. Um, I like James Cook in this matchup. I wouldn't be shocked to see Gabe Davis get back in the end zone in this one as well. On the Jaguars side, uh, Trevor Lawrence is still not doing it for me. He's still making me really nervous. Um, but you got to start him every week. You obviously smash ETN. Um, you're playing Ridley. I don't think Zay Jones, even if he plays, I'm going to be real eager to trot him out there. I think it's one more uh, Christian Kirk week, and then next week I'm going to get my boy, my main man, Zay Jones, back in the mix. I like he. I like he. All right. This is going to be an interesting matchup for sure. Bill's going to London. Jack's been hanging out over there. Um, so let's see how that pans out for him. Saints at the Patriots. Saints against fantasy QBs are 16th. Against running backs are 7th. Against receivers are 21st. Against tight ends are number 4. Patriots, they are number 5 against QBs. 18th versus running backs. 18th versus receivers. And number 5 against tight ends. Justin, what say you guys you like and don't like? I hate everyone. <laughs> Absolutely everyone. Uh, play the Patriots defense. Um, play Ramondre because you can't hold him back. He's got to click off at some point. I feel like this could easily be a 26-yard and a touchdown day for Ramondre. It's kind of very, uh, you know, it's very telling of where the situation is when Zeke Ramondre has been doing so bad, and Zeke still hasn't really been eaten into his usage. <clears throat> I think, you know, this is still his team. And like I said, against the Saints defense, it's not going to be much. But if he can get a touchdown in with that 26 yards that he gets, it's going to be a plus. Um, and then, God, how do you pick anybody on this team? Derek Carr can't get it downfield. They won't put Jameis Winston in there. At least give us some fun. Come on now. I know he'll give you three picks, but at least he'll give you three touchdowns. Uh, and then we can actually play Chris Olave again. Uh, and then Mac Jones, scary Mac Jones. Holy shit. Um, yeah, this is, this is easily the worst game for uh fantasy of the week. If you really want to have a sneaky play, I would say go for just play Chris Olave on the, on the benefactor of maybe they see how bad, um, Derek Carr is hurting and they just throw Jamison Winston there and just go say, all right. Dude, just do something. Because they tried that last week with a Hail Mary. And it's like, just do that for the whole game. Just let him go for the whole game. What do you have to lose at this point, really? Like, you're in the weakest division in the entire league. One loss is not going to hurt you. And you can get Derek Carr healthy. Just just put him in. Just do it. Just try it. Just maybe, maybe. It was painfully obvious how hurt he was with Chris Olave not getting, like, five yards down the field without a pass. So, um, hopefully he's either better or like we talked about, maybe go ahead and get Jamison and fling the ball down the field a little bit. But I think the ultimate thing in both these, um, uh, this matchup, both these defense, I think are smash starts all day long. All right, let's go to Jordan Titans at the Colts. Um, Titans, they are 15th against fantasy QBs. They're third against running backs, 27th against receivers and seventh versus tight ends. The Colts are 28th against QBs, 8-19th, sorry, versus running back, 25th versus receivers, and 20th versus tight ends. Jordan, what say you? Give me guys you like and don't like in this one. Uh, I'm starting Anthony Richardson every week that he plays football, uh, so that one's easy for me. I am not starting Ryan Tannehill in any uh, league that I play football in this year, so that makes that one pretty easy as well. At the running back position, you have to start Derrick Henry, and he has shown a little bit of signs of life, so hopefully that continues. Um, not messing with Ty J Spears this week. Uh, the Colts side of the ball, there's a... Uh, 
there's a little bit of a conundrum. Um, you have Zach Moss, who's been really solid, um, but now Jonathan Taylor may or may not be back. So depending on what news that you hear on Sunday, I'm going to tell you all right now, if I drafted Jonathan Taylor and he starts this week, he's starting in every one of my lineups. That's why you drafted him. You got to trot him out there. But if he doesn't play, then, you know, keep trotting out Zach Moss. He's been doing his job uh, very effectively. On the uh, wide receiver side, uh, you know, Traylon Burks is probably out forever. Um, I don't really love DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's like a, a wide receiver three at this point, but you're likely starting him. Um, Michael Pittman was awful last week and cost me a couple of games by himself, but I'm trotting his ass back out there again um, see what he can do. Um, I, I feel like Josh Downs is somebody who is creeping up still, and I am kind of closely monitoring his, his situation in those leagues where I have, um, you know, extended wide receiver or flex spots. Um, I think there's a place for him. At the tight end position, there's just not a whole lot here, and I'm, I'm probably avoiding that at all cost. And, I mean, there's nothing really sexy on the defensive side either. So um, play your main guys in this one and don't get cute anywhere else. Not to give too much away, but tune in on Sunday. We're going to talk a little bit more about Josh Downs being a great DFS play as well. Not to give too much away there. So um, a little prelude. All right. Well, we got the little club background. Let's keep this party started. You know, or excuse me, keep this party going, I should say. We got a resident DJ in the house, Chuck Bass. He's going to be playing some fantasy hits for week five. Let's check it out. What up, big dogs? It's me. We're back. Your boy, DJ Chuck Bass in the house. Back to whack like a heart attack, but let's forget all that. We're going to throw back to the super sweet 16 years of old this week on the countdown. We're going to be breaking down three players that are averaging 16 points per game and tell you whether or not they have a future in the family business or if they'll be given handies like Randy Bo Bandy. Let's get to the hits. First, number one on the countdown is Colts running back Zach Moss, a fill-in that has been chilling. Moss has earned top five RB opportunity over his time with the Colts. And while you're probably thinking, hey, Chuck, Jonathan Taylor's coming back, yada, 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 relax. JT will pick up where you've left off, but there's no reason to drop Moss yet. Not only is he one of the top handcuffs in the NFL, but we know he can perform. And Jonathan Taylor is still coming back from injury and is a trade target as we approach the deadline. So chill. Number two on the countdown in middle track is the Arizona Cardinals QB sensation Joshua Dobbs. It's only a sensation in the sense that it's sensational. He has scored any points, let alone 16. The Cardinals clearly have no plans to rush back Kyler Murray from his ACL injury. And Dobbs has been capable of manufacturing just enough points to warrant a QB2 start in your Superflex lineups. The Cardinals also sport the 32nd ranked defense by EPA per play, so expect the bombs over Baghdad to keep banging. Now, lastly, on our countdown, number one track of the week, rounding it all out, is none other than Saquon Barkley himself. The Giants offense is doing things to New Yorkers we haven't seen since... Well, you know. But fear not, Saquon has 25 touch per game potential on a team that sorely lacks his level of explosion and dual threat ability. Look for him. He's still looking to get paid, so look for the next 12 games to be an audition tape for his next team. Just like a 16-year-old needs a new Range Rover Sport, your lineup needs Saquon Barkley. I'm Chuck Bass, and that's playing the hits. I love Chuck Bass, loving, loving those hits, my brother. We appreciate it. You keep bringing them like Casey Kasem. All right, let's go. Ravens at Steelers, a little old school. <clears throat> Rock 'em, sock 'em. Ravens uh, against fantasy QBs, they're third. Against running backs, they're 12th. Against receivers, they're 17th. And against tight ends, they're third. Um, against the Steelers, they're 20th versus QBs, 25th versus running backs. 29th against receivers and six versus tight ends. I'll kick this over to Justin. 
What do you think about this matchup? Give me some guys you like and don't like. Uh, big fan of Zay Flowers in this game. Uh, I know Odell and Rashad Bateman should be getting on the field, but you know neither of them at this point in their careers are what Zay Flowers is as far as an explosive athlete. Um, I think that you know them being on there actually offers more decoy, and it'll allow him to be uh, the guy that nobody's really expecting to get on the field and make some big plays. So I like him for the week. Like Lamar. Um, oddly enough, you know, the Steelers defense is still the Steelers defense. They're still going to get sacks. They're still going to try and force fumbles. And, you know, it's a divisional game, which is always a really tough game for anybody. So, you know, if you're in a pinch and you need a really good defense and you're looking at the field and you're like, well, shit, I don't trust any of these defenses. Just go for the Steelers. I'm sure they're on there because they've been playing pitiful for a while, but I'm sure they're on there, and I'm sure they'll be really easy to claim off of waivers. As far as the Steelers' side, it's hard to pick anybody to like right now. Um, Kenny Pickett, even if he gets on the field, you don't really want to start him. Uh, he's right there with that Mac Jones um, level of confidence going into the game. You're just like, oh, it's like Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, and Kenny Pickett. You're like, oh, am I really that desperate? Can I not find another flex guy to put in that super flex position? Um, but if, if Kenny Pickett's out there, you know, you could always throw out George Pickens. There's a possibility he can get a 70-yard grab. Uh, and one guy that I really like so far is Jalen Warren. He's really starting to overtake that targets role that Najee Harris had before. So I think he is slowly – actually, his usage has gone up 9% since week one, and Najee's has actually gone down 7 So they split it pretty even last week. I expect that to kind of be exactly what's going to be going on for the rest of the season, almost an even split where it's like Najee gets the rushes and Warren gets the catches. So if you're in PPR, Warren is definitely somebody to add and throw in as a solid maybe 8 to 15-point flex if you get the upside. Um, and then, you know, it's <laughs> – yeah, I mean, the touchdown is coming. You can't, you can't fault him for that. I mean, Lamar hasn't been throwing many touchdowns to people outside of Andrews anyway, so can't really fault him on that one. And then Mark Andrews, of course, is the last guy. Always got that home run ability, and it's hard to pay for a guy that high at the tight end position and not put him in. So you're always going to put Mark Andrews in. Yeah, indeed. Um, you know, this isn't that – old school uh Steelers Ravens matchup although it does seem like you know both both these offenses have struggled uh quite a bit so um I know the Ravens dealing with a lot of injuries Steelers are just dealing with I don't know incompetency I don't know what to say and Kenny Pickett being a little hurt so um and also Jalen Warren to your point he's outscored Najee Harris in the last three weeks in PPR so just something to take note of that's because he's taking over that passing role he talked about um jordan let's go panthers at lions panthers they're fourth against fantasy qbs they're 29th against running backs uh, against receivers they're fifth against tight ends or 16th um lions 18th versus qbs fifth versus running backs 15th versus receivers and they are 30th versus tight ends what say you my friend guys you like and don't like I am still not starting Bryce Young with any kind of confidence. I, I'm probably keeping him on the bench this week. Uh, I think you got to start Jared Goff, but uh, this matchup, mm, the Panthers are kind of, you know, oddly solid on defense. So temper expectations there. Um, as far as the running backs go, uh, you've got to smash David Montgomery at this point. And the one place that you can really gash the Panthers is on the ground game. So I'm absolutely uh, rolling both of them out. Um, Jameer Gibbs may end up missing this game or may have a lighter role and he hasn't had a big enough role either. I'm probably looking elsewhere for options with him this week. Um, Miles Sanders, Chuba Hubbard, 
I, 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 it's too early to tell for me. Both of these guys, I think, are questionable going into this weekend's game. If one of them ends up sitting, I'm smashing the other. But that one very much is TBD um, for me. Um, as far as the wide receivers, I did not expect at all to say in the year of 2023 – I'm starting Adam Thielen every single week until he gives me a reason not to. Um, he, he's he been killing it. Um, he has at least eight targets and 54 yards in each of his last three games. Uh, he's got a 21% target share. Like Adam Thielen's a very real thing in the NFL this year right now. Uh, DJ Chark, I want no part of. Um, Amon Ra, obviously you start him. If he plays, if he doesn't, I think it gives a pretty good bump to Josh Reynolds. Um, at the tight end position, you start Sam Laporta every single week from here on out. Yes, indeed. Yeah, Josh Reynolds and the other Reynolds as well, Craig Reynolds. If, um, you know, you don't see Gibbs now a couple weeks ago, I'd be like jumping all over that. However, I think the Lions have shown if Montgomery is on, then they're going to lean on him the entire damn game. So, so I would also think, long long shot DFS play Khalif Raymond. You'll get him for like two thousand dollars, and that guy's a deep threat for days. So yeah, that could be somebody good call indeed. Like it. I like you. I like you. All right, let's move on to the next one. Texans at the Falcons. The Texans there are tenth against fantasy QBs, twenty six against running backs, fourth against receivers, and eighteenth versus tight ends. Falcons are 14th versus fantasy QBs, second against running backs. They're sixth against receivers and 28th against tight ends. Justin, what do you say? Give me guys you like and don't like in this one. What'd you say? It was the Falcons versus the who? The Texans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> all the good ones today, aren't you? <laughs> it's all good. Jordan got the bad ones last week. Um, I'll tell you what. I actually really like um, Tank Dell, Nico Collins, and C.J. Stroud. That trio has just been lighting it up in fantasy. I mean, minus last week, Tank Dell was averaging like 22, 23 points in fantasy a week. You know, he got zero burgered yesterday or last week. But, you know, that's just an off game for a rookie. So who's to say he doesn't bounce back this week and put up another big game? Uh, Nico Collins has become a smash start, and I didn't think I would say that. But, yeah, this dude is a straight-up smash start. He is a monster receiver. Um, and then as far as, you know, a tight end goes, I'd probably just put out Dalton Schultz. I think this game is going to get a little bit out of hand, and that's going to be a lot in fact because uh, – Falcons just don't know really know what their identity is right now. Like they kind of have little bits and pieces here, but they haven't been able to pull it together at the quarterback position, which brings me to Kyle Pitts. Don't start Kyle Pitts. Never start Kyle Pitts until he gives you a good reason to start Kyle Pitts, because I would rather see him sit on my bench and produce 13 points. And I'll still give a fist bump because he finally produced than see him in my lineup and produce zero points because that's what he's been doing for just about the entire season, it feels like, and probably all the way back to last year too. Uh, Drake London, you know, he's a, he's an iffy start. Uh, I would probably put the expectations about a flex for him, you know, maybe wide receiver three at best. Uh, Devs, Men Ritter, No Way Jose. Uh, or, uh, what is it? B. John Robinson. Yes, please. And throw a little bit of Tyler Algier on there, too, because they are facing one of the league's worst uh, defenses for the rush with the, tennis, with the Houston Texans. So sprinkle a little bit of Tyler Algier on there for me. And then for defense-wise, I'll go with the Texans. I like the Texans' defense, man. D'Amico has got them playing freaking hard out there. And Desmond Ritter just gave up, what was it, two interceptions in this past game? What's to say he's not going to do it again? He's obviously proven he's an incompetent quarterback. The only thing I will just, um, I guess, um, retort, if you will, is that uh, freaking Drake London won't sniff my flex spot. There are a thousand better options. That guy is awful this year. And quite frankly, the Texans, the one nice little deal they got on that defense, you talked about them playing well. Like I said, fourth against fantasy receivers. 
don't even like the matchup. Um, the FN show wanted to bring up, uh, do you think it's a hot take him putting Dell over Nico this week? No, because I had Dell over Nico for like the entire season. Nico's just been, in my opinion, he outproduced him by one game. They've been pretty even for the entire season. I think that's a great take. I mean, Dell is definitely the guy who's going to be getting less coverage this week. Um, I think AJ Terrell is going to be over Nico all day long, and he's their best uh, cover corner. So, yeah, I think Dell's a great pick. The, the like Falcons' it. pass defense is very underrated, I think. Yeah, overall, their their defense has played very well so far this season. We got a, a comment question. Let's kick this one to Jordan from Spencer Wall. He says he's got uh, Smash Laporta in his lineup. Uh, but does he start ETN or James Cook along with Swift? So he looked like he's going two out of the three here. Spencer Wall, prequel Wall, 2822. This is my boy. Uh, uh, thanks for tuning in, my man. I love seeing you on here. For me, I am going James Cook. Um, the consistency has been there. He's going to get you some rushing yards. He's going to get you some passing yards. Maybe he gets in the end zone. He hasn't done that as much as I would like to see, but that's really the only thing holding that kid back from being a, legi a legitimate RB1 right now. I'm smashing James Cook. I think he's got a legit question with ETN. Um, you know, the Bills, you know, their little bugaboo has been against running backs, quite frankly. So, but, you know, again, and they've got some injuries on the defensive side as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, though. I think either way, with those three guys, you, you're good to go, my friend. Thank you for the comment. We appreciate you. All right, Jordan, let's go back to you with the Giants at America's team. The Miami Dolphins, the Giants, they're 17th fantasy QBs. They're 23rd against running backs, 13th against receivers, and 17th versus tight ends. Dolphins, 30th against QBs, 24th against running backs, 24th against receivers, 25th against tight ends. Give me guys you like and don't like, and fuck off, Justin. Well, I mean, I, I, I said start every Dolphin. Oh, oh, America's I, team. I, was, I couldn't see you. I thought you said start everyone. Like, are you talking shit? No, yeah. I said start every dolphin. <laughs> I, I, I believe they call this the get right week. Miami got shown up last week against the Buffalo Bills. There's no way around it. Um, I think this team is going to fire back and fire back hard. Listen, they may not have broken the NFL scoring record against Denver. It might happen this Sunday. Stay tuned. So I am starting to attack of Iloa. I am starting A-Chan. I am starting Mostert. I am starting Tyreek Hill. I'm starting Jalen Waddle. And if Chase Claypool were eligible in this game, I'd probably start his ass too. Start everybody with the letters M-I-A next to their name unless if it's Saquon Barkley who's been M-I-A all season. I don't know if he plays or not this week. If he does, I think that's the only start on New York that I'm looking at. Can't trust Darren Waller. You should no longer be rostering Daniel Jones unless if you're in a really deep QB league. The Giants are absolutely pitiful, and this is going to be a very long day for them. Well, Miami does like, you know, I like to give it up to the tight end, but hopefully, you know, this will be one time that we don't give up anything since Daniel Jones. Hopefully, he'll be on his back most of the time. We will see. All right. Well, listen, forget Daniel Jones for a second. There's another QB that's been struggling um, this year. He's been a big pain in the butt to a lot of fantasy owners. So our judge threw his ass in a fantasy court this week. Let's see what the results were. What you are about to witness is real. Hi, I'm this Dr. court Ellen is now in sports. session. You may be seated. Today... We would like to call to the stand Mr. Joe Burrow, quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. Mr. Burrow, you are brought to this court today due to your poor performance to start the 2023 NFL season, where you haven't just been bad, you have been absolutely feckless. Oh my. Mr. Burrow, on this season, you are currently averaging 182 yards a game, which is less than Justin Fields, Joshua Dobbs, Kenny Pickett, Daniel Jones, and even Desmond Ritter. 
You have as many passing touchdowns on the season as Andy Dalton or Gardner Minshew, and you're only one ahead of non-quarterbacks like Keenan Allen and Derrick Henry. Mr. Burrow, the nickname Joey Burrow, has never been more accurate than it is or has been this season, as your ass is cold as ice to start the season. Damn, that's a cold-ass honky. You have managed to break a record this season, though, Mr. Burrow, so we do want to give credit where it's due. You have become the first quarterback in NFL history to have at least 150 pass attempts for four weeks in an NFL season and average fewer than five yards per attempt. What are you, gay? Mr. Burrow, we understand that you've been dealing with a calf strain and you don't want to let your team down. However, you absolutely have let not only your team but fantasy managers down by not just sitting your ass on the bench and getting healthy. Give me your fucking money! This court finds you guilty of all charges and sentences you to the waiver wire everywhere if you don't rebound this weekend against those hapless Arizona Cardinals. This court is adjourned. I am the law. Where did you get that picture of Joe Burrow? Because that was beautiful. The judge has spoken. That was actually just his um, profile pic, and then you put it through the cartoon thing, and you can change their emotions in the in the cartoon thing. It's pretty cool. All right, let's get it on the rest of our breakdown here. The Bengals at the Cardinals. Justin, you're right. You did get all the shitty ones. The Bengals, they're 19th versus QB, 16th versus running backs. 14th versus receivers and 27th versus tight ends. Cardinals 26th against QBs, 30th against running backs, 12th against receivers, 13th versus tight ends. What say you, my friend, guys, you like and don't like? Hold on one second. You're, you're muted. I think that's Yeah, I got to reload this real quick. Let's see reloading. <laughs> All right. this, this is what he thinks this is what he thinks of this game alright George give me guys you like it don't like it this one man it's it's tough how do you not start Joe Burrow oh. how, do you, how do you not start Jamar Chase you just don't you can't Listen, Arizona's a better football team right now than the Cincinnati Bengals. You can't change my mind. They've been in every single game this season and even won one against those damn Dallas Cowboys, of course. Um, there are leagues I'm starting Joshua Dobbs right now. I can honestly say I don't think I'm starting Joe Burrow in any of them. But if given the choice between the two, I'm starting Joe Burrow. I'm still starting Joe Mixon. I'm starting Joe, uh, James Conner. I am starting Jamar Chase anywhere I have him. I am not starting T. Higgins. Um, and Arizona, I am not even trying to start a wide receiver on that team. Yeah, Michael Wilson stepped up um, a little bit last week. Somebody that could pay attention to, you know, Hollywood Brown might be all right. Um, you know, but Joe Mixon, I think that's an interesting name you brought up. Cardinals um, do have a tendency to give it up to the fantasy running back position so could be somebody to watch out for this week all right let's get on as justin chose to skip out on the shitty game let's go to the next one the eagles at the Rams. a little more interesting here got the eagles they're 27th versus fantasy qbs seventh versus running backs 28th versus receivers and 29th versus tight ends the rams 13th versus qbs ninth versus running backs eighth versus receivers and 22nd against tight ends Give me some guys you like and don't like, Justin. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta fix this computer or something because I always get like a delayed on the the judge stuff. So it was like playing in my ear and it was muting my mic at the same time, so I couldn't do shit with it. Um, but anyways, uh, so with the Eagles and the Rams, so I like this matchup, and you're gonna find out why I like this matchup on Sunday because it's gonna be a nice foreshadowing for it. I think this is a great game to bring Cooper Cup back to it. Um, you know, Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, they both run the same routes. But, damn, now Matthew Stafford has two go-to guys in this offense. This might end up getting scary real quick. Uh, the Eagles' secondary has not been good against receivers. 
if you want to see how bad they've been, just check out that Washington Commander game last week. That was a showcase of how bad that team has gotten as far as the defensive side, just not in the cohesive unit just yet. Um, I like uh, the Rams are kind of an interesting team because they're good, but they're not like they're a little (laughs) bit of a sham. But, you know, I don't know. I I might be a bias there. In other words, go play DeAndre Swift. Even though they have the ninth best defense, I don't think that defense is really that great against the run. Um, and then you're going to play A.J. Brown for sure. I think this got to be a Deonta, Devonta smith get bright game. I mean, this guy has been kind of trailing for the past three weeks, and we're just like – he had an explosion week one, and then has just been real quiet ever since. So I think this has got to be his get-right game. Dallas Goddard, it's shaky, guys. I've taken out Dallas Goddard in the past two weeks because he's produced nothing. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know if he's not in this offense anymore. What's what's going on with uh, with Johnson and the scheming of this team? But whatever's happening there, I he's borderline droppable for me right now. And that's a scary notion because if you spent a little bit up on him like I did, I spent up on him like a top five tight end. On the other side, Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup, stardom. Kyron Williams, he might have a bad game as far as yards, but he's going to get in the end zone. They have proven that. And then Tyler Higby, you know, at tight end, when Dallas Goddard is getting zero points, why not throw in Tyler Higby? Because he's getting the catches. He's getting the targets. That's all you need in PPR tight ends. I mean, all you need from a tight end is to score 10 points, and he's a top 12 for you, so – might as well just shoot your shot with uh, Tyler Higby. At this point, it's looking like a much better uh, risk to take than putting Dallas Goddard in your lineup. So, yeah. So I'm just gonna say one thing: don't don't get rid of Goddard just yet, um, Justin. And do me a favor: put him in your lineup this week. This is gonna be. I think this is the get right Goddard game with the Rams struggling against uh, fantasy tight ends this year. Just do me a solid. You're, you're gonna thank me. Thank me. Next uh, week. All right, bro. I'll do. I'll do you a solid. But if you make me lose my game, so help me, Jesus will come down on you. Smite <laughs> right. me, smite. Fair enough. Don't smite the smiter. All right, Jets at the Broncos. Um, Jets against fantasy QBs are 11th against running backs, 22nd, third against receivers, dead last against tight ends. The Broncos, they are dead last against QBs, dead last against running backs, 23rd against receivers, and 26th against tight ends. Do I hear a Zach Wilson smash start from you, Jordan? My favorite part about covering this game is this was originally intended to be Justin's game, which just further shows what a shitty slate he got this week. Um <laughs> I'm not starting Zach Wilson. I'm not rostering Zach Wilson. If you think if you think he's turned a corner, more power to you. I'm going to turn the other corner and run as far away from that guy as I possibly can, which is exactly what the New York Jets should be doing. Um, Russell Wilson, I think he's playable this week, but he's just not he's just not Russell Wilson anymore. Um, I I kind of value him as a high end QB two. Um, at this stage or for this game. Um, Brees Hall, apparently they are no longer limiting him. Pray that that's true. And I watched one game this season against Denver where they gave up like 7,000 yards against the Miami Dolphins. America's team. So I am smashing Brees Hall this week. The theme of the week is the get right week. This is the Brees Hall get right week if I have ever seen one. Um, Dalvin Cook, I don't even think he's – you might as well not even have him on your roster at this point. I may trot out Jaleel McLaughlin in some leagues, especially uh, in leagues where I'm suffering from bye weeks. Um, Probably giving Samaj P. Ryan a little bit of run this week as well. Garrett Wilson, it's gross, and I don't like it. It makes you feel bad because he's so good, but you still got to start him every week, even though his team is an absolute dumpster fire. Denver is the team to start, you know, again. So give me Garrett Wilson. 
Um, the Denver Broncos wide receivers, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, they're great. If you, you know, want to guess which one might score a touchdown this week, uh, you're probably starting them both, but not real confident about it. We probably, me and Fantasy Jesus, were probably just a little bit premature on Mims being hims, but that guy can break out at any point. You never know when he's going to take one 98 yards to the house. So um, I, I still like Mims is hims. Um, tight end wise, uh, I mean, if you want to start Adam Troutman or Tyler Conklin, more power to you. Give me an extra helping of Hunter Henry. I believe, however, I, I, I don't want to downplay Trotman this week because, you know, where the where this Jets defense is set up, it's going to be hard for these receivers to get off, and Russell Wilson might be looking for those tight ends. So maybe possible, maybe, just a maybe. maybe. But we're, we're in a bit business of guessing that Adam Trotman could be a nice play for your tight end spot this week. All right, listen, speaking of guys that you might want to put in your flex spot, we got Bandy, our boy from Fourth and Flex Podcast, is here. He's here to share his Flex Starts of the Week. Let's check it out. Welcome back to Bandy's Flex Starts of the Week. Another week down, baby. And another Bandy's Flex starts of the week. It's a special edition. It's your boy's birthday today. So as a birthday present for me, please go to YouTube. Go find 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Subscribe to your boys. It would mean the world to me. But I'm here for a purpose. And that purpose is to give you my flex. Starts of the week. Let's get into it. Starting off first is a guy that has been doing great. He had a quarterback last week that really didn't do it for him, but he's got his guy coming back this week. It's Jacoby Myers. This guy was getting over half the targets in Las Vegas. Jimmy G is coming back, and so that means you can put Jacoby Myers back in your lineups. Next, coming up in Bandy's Flex Starts, I have got Zay Flowers. Lamar is doing his thing. He's running for touchdowns, but he's also throwing. And a guy that he's able to depend on is Zay Flowers. Throw him in the flex spot this week. Start your guy with confidence. My last guy may be a guy that you've moved up to that wide receiver slot because your dude is killing it. And that is Adam The veteran wide receiver came out of Minnesota. Now he's in Carolina. Uh, They they can rely on him. This guy runs clean routes, crisp routes, and he's going to get you the points you need for your fantasy team this week. Start Adam Thielen. And don't forget, as a birthday present to me, go to YouTube, go to Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast, subscribe to us, and let's go ball out, baby. Thank you. I've been working out. If Bandy um, ever came across a genie in a lamp, do you want to bet one of those wishes would be? Tampa Bay Super Bowl. It's no, that'd be number one for for everyone to subscribe to Fourth and Flex. Thank you. <laughs> subscribe to your boys. I mean, nobody sells it better than Bandy, brother. We appreciate you. All right, let's happy get birthday, on. Bud. Yes, happy birthday. Well deserved. We we love you over here and appreciate you. We finishing up our breakdown. Chiefs at the Vikings. Ooh, wee man, he really did. Well, he went out at the right time, didn't he? Or I think he did this on purpose. I swerved it. I swerved it. <laughs> he swerved. I don't think he did. He did it right back around. All right, so Chiefs, they're ninth against fantasy QBs, sixth against running backs, ninth against receivers, 24th against tight ends. Vikings, 24th against fantasy QBs, 10th against running backs, dead last against receivers, and 12th against tight ends. Justin, guys you like and don't like. Other so than- let's get yeah, let's get it out of the way. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Jefferson, Travis Kelsey. 
You're starting them no matter what. I don't care what's going on in your life. There's no way you're not starting those guys. Alexander Madison, and this is something you would have never thought I would say, start him because he has been killing it ever since the threat of Cam Akers entering the building has come around. Something turned on in this guy's head, and now he's like, all right, cool, I'm playing for my job. Let's catch passes. Let's run for 80-plus yards. Let's get all the touchdowns. Love it. Love the initiative. I'm glad that something finally clicked with Alexander Madison. Hopefully it's a stabilizing force for him and the Vikings. Um, Jordan Addison. Talk about a get right week. This is our get right week, boys. And Jordan Addison, boy, do you need to get right, man. You are the number two. You have a guy drawing triple teams on the other side, and you can't get one lousy point? Come on now. You got one target, couldn't catch it. Man, you're not sending a good message to Kirk Cousins. I think this is the week he bounces back, gets back on that touchdown train that he was on the first two weeks. Uh, Hawkinson, I'm not worried about his three point performance last week. I think it was just kind of like a you know a little bump in the road for him. I think he gets back on track as well. Uh, KJ Osborne is a super deep flex for me. If you're in like a 16 team and you need a flex, go for it. Um, Kirk Cousins obviously started him on the other side. I'm very interested to see a couple receivers. I'm really interested to see if Jarek McKinnon makes a play in this game and if Racy Rice makes a play in this game. Uh, everybody else seems to be just very spotty. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling shows up every once in a while for like a 52 yard catch and then completely disappears off the face of the planet. Um, Kadarius Tony still has done nothing. I think he's still playing like he's from the Giants. Uh, and because he's just absolutely doing nothing for the score sheet. He's he's playing like it. You know, he's he's still in New York for some reason. He makes fun of those guys, but he's playing just like them. Uh, and then freaking, you know, you gotta pick between Justin Watson and whoever the hell else is there to supplement Tyreek Hill. So I'm going to stick with Racy Rice. I'm going to stick with Jarek McKinnon. And uh, you know what? Last guy, Isaiah Pacheco. I really like the way he ran that ball last week against the Jets. That's a tough defense to run on, and he went for 115 in a touchdown. I like it. I think Isaiah Pacheco is definitely going to be a guy going forward. So I think that he'll be my last guy to start in this game. All right. Well, on to pretty much I think definitely is the game of the day the Cowboys at the Niners and being that both parties here not only have vested interest but we had a whole show with you guys talking about this so I'll take this one Cowboys they're second against QBs second against running backs second against receivers and they're 11th against tight ends Niners seventh against QBs 13th versus running backs, 22nd against receivers, and 9th versus tight ends. So listen, uh, bottom line here is this game is, I think, going to be um, a little more tempered than I think a lot of people expect. I, My personal opinion, I think like a 24-17 game. I could see the Cowboys upsetting the Niners if they're in Dallas but I did because the Niners aren't going to go undefeated. Let's face it. There's going to be some chinks in the armor. Can this Cowboys team do that? Maybe I, you're going to start CD lamb. Are you going to uh, start Dak Prescott? Depending on what else you have, what are, what are your other options? Um, like if I say had Brock Purdy, I wouldn't start him over um, Dak. I like the Cowboys defense is just as good. So depending on what your other options are, I think you're still going to start Dagger. You're going to go with C.D. Lamb. They're going to make plays, bottom line. Um, Christian McCaffrey is an obvious choice um, as well. Again, Brock Purdy and Dak, there's some there's some scary things here. But the way Brandon Ayuk plays, there's nothing scary about that. He's a smash start as well. Um, Debo Samuel is Debo Samuel. And, you know, you got to start George Kittle. America's tight end, um, you got to start uh, him as well. So uh, that's my take on that game. All right, let's move on. The final one, Monday night, Jordan, Packers at Raiders. Packers are 12th against fantasy QBs, 28th against running backs, 10th against receivers, and 19th versus tight ends. Raiders, they're 25th against QBs, 21st against running backs, 20th against receivers and 23rd against tight ends. Give me guys you like and don't like in money night. 
I think you got to start uh, Jordan Love every single week. He's been a top 12 fantasy quarterback in three of his four games. Um, quarterback three, quarterback six, quarterback 12. Um, he's he's killing it on the fantasy side. Jimmy Garoppolo, you couldn't pay me money to start that man. Um, as the running backs, uh, if Aaron Jones plays, I know it hasn't been great uh, the last couple of weeks, but I think this is uh, the Aaron Jones get right week once again. A.J. Dillon should no longer be rostered uh, in any fantasy league. He's terrible. Uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, smash start every single week. You're going to have some highs. You're going to have some lows, but he's still Josh Jacobs, and there's nobody that you are putting over him unless if you're just ridiculously stacked at the running back position. Wide receivers, Christian Watson is like the on-again, off-again relationship I never wanted to have, but here we are. Um, if he plays, you know, to hell with it, I'll start him, but I don't feel great about it. Romeo Dobbs, on the other hand, um, he leads uh, this team uh, with route run rate with 77%, has a 25% target share, a 30% air yard share, uh, two yards per route run. Um, there's a lot to really like about Romeo Dobbs, and Jordan Love is absolutely targeting him. I'm starting him with confidence. There are some leagues where I'm absolutely starting uh, Jaden Reed as well this week. Um, he's probably not an option I'm really looking at, um, you know, as a wide receiver one wide receiver two but in those leads where leagues where i need a dart he's a dart worth throwing um look you start Devonte adams every single week you've got to i think jacoby myers has a little bit of a bounce back week this week as well um i like him um at the tight end position um i don't know if luke musgrave is going to play if he's going to clear concussion protocol i don't know where he's at and honestly i don't even think i can tell you who is starting at tight end for the las vegas raiders right now so probably don't start that guy yeah this might be a scary endeavor for sure all right well it is friday night we missed her last week but we got her back this week it's time Get, you know, Netflix and chill time. Get ready for some Friday night fantasies from Nikki and the Blonde Blitz. Here we go. What's up, everybody? It's Nikki from the Blonde Blitz. And here are my deep five fantasy starts that I love. Oh. This week, I am infatuated with Sam Laporta, who should oh to be a really nice target for Jared Goff, and his production has led him to be tight end number two. Carolina's been pretty good against tight ends, but they've yet to go up against the team that utilizes the position like the Lions do. Oh. This week, I've got a crush on Reese Hall. Oh he may only get 10 to 12 touches, but the Broncos are giving up a ton of runs. And we all know that Reese Hall will deliver on speed and execution. Oh. But this week, my heart belongs to Anthony Richardson, oh who's coming off of scoring 33.6 fantasy points against the Rams and showing off his upside as a runner. He's got a real favorable matchup against the Tennessee Titans who are awfully nice in the passing department to opposing quarterbacks. Oh. You three guys better be in your lineup this week. Good luck and I'll see you in week six. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Little paid a little homage to the old Hollywood on that one. All right, let's close things out. Don't forget, wake up with us on Sunday morning. We're gonna get those lineups set with you. Got lots of fantasy friends along with us. Brian will be back to give you some updates as well. So come get your um roster set with us. We appreciate all of you. Don't forget, go to tssfantasy.com as well. So make sure you get um, on there to check out your lineups this week as well. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you, and we are out. Are we still? I think we're still live. I think we're still we're live, still dude. <laughs> Why is this the other